Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Uh, Good morning. My name is Dina Abramson, and I am with the Texas Talking Book Program. And um, so today I'm going to give you an overview of the Talking Book Program and also give you some updates from the National Library Service. I'm going to start out with a disclaimer. Um, I am the Disability Information and Referral Coordinator at the Talking Book Program, and usually our Public Awareness or Outreach Coordinator gives this presentation. Right now, we do not have an Outreach Coordinator, And so I am stepping in to give the presentation, but because I provide information more outside of the program than inside, there may be some questions that you have that I am not sure of the answers to. So if there is something that I cannot answer, I will be happy to get your contact information and follow up with you. Uh, But I am very happy to have the opportunity to speak to you today. And so uh, an overview of my presentation, I'm going to give you a status report of the Talking Book Program. And yes, that was a Star Trek reference, uh, but I'm not going to say it the way that Captain Picard would. Um, And then I'm going to talk to you about some of the things uh, that the Reference Center can do for you. And uh, an important part of the Disability Information and Referral Center with the Talking Book Program is that you do not have to be a patron of the Talking Book Program in order to receive service from the Reference Center. Uh, And then I'm also going to give you some updates on the National Library Service. So a quick overview of the Talking Book Program I think that a lot of you already know about talking books. I think many of you are already patrons of the talking book program. Uh, But basically, the talking book program provides books and magazines in alternative formats to people with qualifying visual, physical, or reading disabilities. Um, The formats for the books are digital audio, large print, and Braille. And we do have uh, books and magazines in different languages as well. Everything goes through the mail postage free. We also have a download service and we have a mobile device app. So the status report for the Talking Book Program is that, yes, we are open. We are providing service, but we're unable to take live calls until the full staff is back on site full time. We don't have a firm date for reopening the phone lines at this time, but we are open and operational. Now I wanna talk about the fact that we are going to be able to hire some new staff at the Talking Book Program, which we are very excited about. We are currently uh, going to be hiring two new reader consultants, and two new reader advisor librarians. And we are hoping that at least one of the reader consultants will be bilingual. 
We are also going to be hiring a new public awareness or outreach coordinator. Uh, many of you may have met or spoken with um, Jacqueline Owusu. She was our public awareness coordinator. She took another job. Uh, so we will be hiring somebody new. Now I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of the things that the reference center staff can do for you. And when I talk about reference center staff, I mean myself. I am the Disability Information and Referral Center staff. Uh, so one of the things that I can do for you is I can order Braille calendars. If you are a patron of the Talking Book Program, I can order the Braille calendars for you through the American Action Fund. You can order up to three calendars. If you are not a patron, then I can give you a list of places that, that sell or provide Braille calendars. I cannot order large print calendars for anybody, but again, I can provide a list of places that sell or provide large print calendars. The other thing that I can do for you if you are a patron is I can order a money reader for you. Those are the small pager-like devices that identify uh, dollar bills. Um, if you are not a patron, then I can provide you with the contact information so that you can contact the organization that provides the money readers. And also, I can provide you, whether you are a patron or not, I can send you a UEB Braille fact sheet. And this is a Braille document that outlines the differences between new Braille and old Braille, even though UEB is not really so new anymore. Now, there are a lot of programs and agencies and organizations that I can refer you to. One in particular that I wanted to highlight is called the STAP program, S-T-A-P. And STAP stands for Specialized Telecommunications Assistance Program. This is open to any Texas resident with an impairment that is unable to use a standard telephone due to a vision, hearing, or mobility impairment. There is no income requirement for the STAP program. The only requirement is that you have a qualifying disability and that you are a Texas resident. An application is required with a certifying authority and the STAT program provides certain landline phones, mobile phones, and tablets. Now, they will not pay for the monthly charges of a cell phone, but they will pay for the phone itself. STAP clients receive a voucher and a list of companies that sell the device that they are requesting. So they would contact the vendor and use the voucher to pay for the phone or the tablet. And uh, SAP clients can get a new device every five years. So what I can do is provide contact information for the SAP specialist that serves your county, and then you can contact them to get an application. Another thing that I can do is, uh, again, if you are a patron, I can sign you up for the newsline service. Uh, if you are not a patron, then I can 
send you the link or the contact information uh, so that you can sign up for Newsline. And Newsline is a free newspaper and magazine service from the National Federation of the Blind. And it can be accessed by telephone, by email, or through Lady A. Now, I also want to mention our upcoming uh, Talking Book Program book club. This is only open to Talking Book Program patrons. Uh, Our next book club is on Thursday, September 23rd at 7 o'clock. And the book is Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers by Brian Kilmeade. I think that's how you pronounce that. Our book club meetings are hosted via toll-free conference call. So all you need is a telephone to participate. To RSVP, call the Talking Book Program at 1-800-252-9605. Now that is a toll-free in Texas number. If you have an out-of-state phone, then you can call 512 512- Four six three five four five eight, and I'll repeat our contact information at the end. Please indicate if you would like us to mail you the digital cartridge or if you prefer to download it from BARD. And the NLS annotation about the book, an account of America's continued fight for Texas after the crushing massacre at the Alamo. The author describes how that defeat galvanized Texans to ultimately win independence for the state. Violence, commercial audiobook, bestseller from 2019. Now I'm going to go into the updates from the National Library Service. And as many of you know, the National Library Service uh, fairly recently changed their name to the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. The first thing I'm going to talk about from NLS is a new player. And the pilot project for the new player has is uh, in the process of wrapping up. Eight network, uh, this information that I'm going to read to you is from the NLS publication On the Move. And this was from April 29th of this year. Um, So this is a little bit older information, but this is the most recent information that we have about the new player that is uh, being produced. So it says eight network libraries began a field test in April of a digital book reader. The book reader, which resembles a smartphone, was built by Real SAM, an Australian company that provides a similar product for the UK's Royal National Institute of Blind People. While the RNIB product can also be used for other tasks, the NLS product is a single-purpose device for searching the catalog and reading books. And while RNIB patrons pay a monthly fee for that product, the NLS product would be provided to patrons on loan at no charge, just like the digital talking book machines. A key component of the book reader is its voice user interface, 
VUI, which allows patrons to browse the NLS catalog, search for specific titles, and navigate within a book using voice commands. The same VUI technology will be used in an NLS smart speaker that is under development and could be ready for field testing in the near future. Michael Katzman, chief of the program delivery division, says upcoming versions of BARD might use this VUI as well. As part of the field test, mark records for books in the NLS catalog have been loaded into the powerful Solar search engine. BARD is being upgraded to use the same search engine. Unlike smart devices using the BARD mobile app, the book reader streams audio, permitting playback to begin immediately rather than waiting for the whole book to download. An option to download books for offline use will be a future enhancement. The field test units also require Wi-Fi access. Quote, it's possible we could put SIM cards in there and make them work on the cellular network, Katzman says, but that's not something we're evaluating in the field test. The book reader is self-contained with context-sensitive help and prompts. The eight regional libraries, Arizona, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, Missouri, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh Regional, and South Carolina are each testing the book reader with 18 patrons plus staff. Besides the digital book reader and smart speaker, NLS is also working on a new model of the digital talking book machine with online capabilities with pilot units planned for this coming winter. So Katzman says in the not too distant future, quote, I think there will be not just one or two methods of delivering service to patrons, but we may have several for patrons to choose from. A smartphone, a smart speaker, barred mobile, and a hardware device, end quote. So um, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about the new digital talking book machine that is in the works. It will be called the DA2, and it is similar to the current advanced player. Humanware has the contract for this new DTBM, and it will be similar to a Victor Reader Stratus. Some of the functionality of the new digital talking book machine, it will have Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, USB for charging, cartridge capability, 440 pilot units will hopefully be delivered by November or December of this year with a plan to launch a field test. There will also be onboard text-to-speech capability. They are unsure at this point about MP4 contact, I'm sorry, MP4 content. And the original player uh, is not going away anytime soon. 
So the next thing I'm going to talk about is the refreshable Braille displays. And Paul Edwards spoke about this in the session on the Braille Revival League. So the refreshable Braille display will be, a, will be similar to a Braille Kindle, or it will act like a Braille Kindle. It will have 16 gigs of memory and an SD card, places for a cartridge and a USB. Actually, they already have this. Um, there are currently two refreshable Braille e-readers that are being used, one by HumanWare, the other by ZoomMax. They are both Bluetooth and wireless and can download books from BARD. NLS libraries can also send cartridges for these e-readers, and both e-readers have the same features. So there has been pilot testing of these two readers. The pilot started in August of 2020. There hasn't been a decision yet about which e-reader will be used. Libraries have been brought into the pilot in phases. Patrons in the pilot program can keep the e-readers. Patrons only receive one e-reader. They do not try out both. There is currently a listserv for library patrons to support each other who are using these refreshable Braille displays. And libraries will continue to have hard copy Braille as well. There is no timetable at this time for when the Texas Library will be added to this project. And I really wish that I could give you a firm date, but we just don't have one at this time. When we do have information, we will provide updates in our quarterly newsletter. If you are a patron and are not receiving the newsletter, or if you want to change the format of the newsletter, you can give us a call or email us. The formats that are available for our newsletter are large print, braille, by email, or by audio through our phone line. If you are not a patron of our program, you can also view our newsletters on our website, which is www.texastalkingbooks.org. Now, I'm also going to talk about the Marrakesh Treaty, which uh, Paul also mentioned uh, in the Braille Revival League section. So the Marrakesh Treaty provides for the exchange of accessible format books across international borders by organizations that serve people who are blind, visually impaired, and print disabled. The Marrakesh Treaty was adopted in 2013 by the World Intellectual Property Organization, or the WIPO, to address the widespread problem known as a book famine, the situation where few books are published in formats that are accessible to those who are blind or visually impaired. The United States became the 50th member to be party to the treaty on February 8th, 2019. Basically, this means access to more foreign language titles in the NLS collection. 
Already, Marrakesh content has been downloaded more than 18,000 times. We are currently up to 871 works on BARD. This could be near 1,000 by the end of the month or the beginning of September. The WIPO's Accessible Books Consortium now has over 40,000 NLS-based works on its global books service. By mid-September, this number should be over 100,000. Now, searching for foreign language titles in BARD. Since more foreign language books are being added to BARD on a regular basis these days, NLS has implemented tools to help you get books in the language or languages you want, whether that be English, Spanish, or one of the other 24 languages currently available on BARD. You can specify a default language or languages for lists like recently added and most popular books, and you can choose a specific language when searching that is different from your default settings. NLS also has a new publication called Foreign Language Quarterly, which lists popular foreign language books recently added to the NLS collection and available through a network of cooperating libraries. Many of these books come to us from other countries via the Marrakesh Treaty, but you will also find books produced by NLS and converted from cassette to cartridge. All books listed in Foreign Language Quarterly are available for immediate download from NLS BARD. Finally, uh, two more brief updates from NLS. Number one, BARD has moved to cloud storage, so users may see an increase in download speeds. And finally, many of you may know Judy Dixon. She will be retiring as Consumer Relations Officer a week from today after 41 years with NLS. She will return part-time for a while. So um, those are my updates. That is my presentation. As is usual with me, I talked very fast. Um, and so um, if anybody has any questions or if you would like me to go over something again, um, I, I know that I had an hour and uh, as usual, I talked very fast. But uh, does anybody have any questions? Yes, we do, Mara. Great. And also, I'll go over our contact information again uh, after the questions. While you're getting that raised hand, I want to make sure that Gail Matwaya, who is the president of, of the Library Users of America, Texas, is here, and she will step in and uh, facilitate the remainder of the meeting. Yes, I'm here. Great. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and give you our contact information again. Uh, so our website is www.texastalkingbooks.org. Our applications are available on the website to be printed. If you would like to apply and you cannot print the application, you can call or email us and we'd be happy to send out an application. 
We have applications in English and in Spanish. And, um, and then our phone numbers, toll-free in Texas, 1-800-252-9605. If you are calling from an out-of-state number, you can call our local number, 512-463-5458. And our email address is tbp for Talking Book Program tbp.services at tsl for Texas State Library dot Texas spelled out t-e-x-a-s dot g-o-v and we do serve people of all ages with visual physical and reading disabilities I can't get margarine to unmute I've tried several times so we're going to go on to Todd please um, unmute yeah can you hear me all right Yes, we yes. sure can. Hi, Todd. Um, you said something about a smart speaker. Um, how um, is that going to be developed soon? Um, yeah, we don't have a timetable for the smart speaker, but there is uh, work going on for that. The idea, I believe, is to use a person's existing smart speaker. Uh, Lady A or Google Home or something like that and make it where people can listen to the books on the smart speaker. Um, And it's using the same technology that they are developing the smartphone with. Mm -hmm. But we don't don't have a timetable right now for for the smart speaker, but it is in development. Um, also, uh, another quick question, and then I'll let other people get to it, uh, get to other questions. Sure. Um, all right. So this new talking, this new model of the uh, talking book machine, um, will it have like a shoulder, uh, a carrier strap thing uh, that we can like, so we can carry stuff on our shoulder, so we can carry it on our shoulders if we want, or we'll, you know. Yeah, I don't. I do know that the new player is going to be similar to a Victor Reader Stratus. And so I know it will be a tabletop model, but I don't have any information about exactly what it's going to look like. Our current digital talking book machine does have a handle where you can carry it. So I would assume that the new one will as well. Um, Yes. Recess bars for for a shoulder strap. I'm hoping that the new player will have that as well. Okay. Yes, hopefully. Um, And I know that it's been hard for a while. There were places that carried a, that sold a a digital talking book machine carrier, uh, like a bag. Um, Executive products carried one, and I believe Perkins carried one, but um recently I haven't been able to find a place that that has those carry bags anymore um you know that had like a shoulder strap and everything so I don't know if those will come back into fashion or not but uh, but I assume that the new player will be similar to our current player in uh how it will be able to be carried and things like that okay can somebody mute me, please? I'm done with my questions. I'll take it. Thank you, Todd. 
Marcy no is our next person. Go ahead, please, Marcy. While we're waiting, I wanted to let folks know that I'm the vice president of Library Users of America at the national level. This is Paul Edwards. So if there are any questions about the national organization, I'd be glad to respond. And also I should I can mention that the Stratus does have a handle. Yes. Let's try Marjorie again. Marjorie, please unmute. And I just wanted to say while we're waiting uh, to see if Marjorie can unmute. If anybody has questions and is unable to get their questions answered uh, during this presentation, uh, please send an email or call and we'll be happy to assist you. Um, and you don't have to be a patron in order to call the program and ask questions. Um, so anybody who has any questions that is not able to get them answered here, Give us a call or send us an email. We'll be happy to help. Paul Hunt, please unmute. Paul Hunt. Boy, Zoom is not being good to us today, no. is it? No, I'm so sorry. While we're waiting, Dean, I want to thank you so much for coming to our meeting and speaking. You gave some great information. I even learned some things, some good resources that you have. Thank you so much, Gail. And, and again, I really appreciate the opportunity uh, to speak with everybody today. And I'm going to be here all day today, so I'm really Great. looking forward to it. Thank you. Great. Okay, you got me unmuted. This is Paul Hunt. Can you hear me? Very yes. good. Okay, gotcha. Go. Good. Okay, I have a question. Um, sure. My wife got a uh, one of the digital players, and okay. I was listening to it, and they talked about she has the basic model. What does the advanced model let you do? So the advanced model has more buttons. There's more navigation. Uh, you can uh, fast forward and rewind. And um, so it just has more buttons. And we can definitely um, swap out the machines if she wants an advanced player or even just wants to try one. And then if she doesn't like it, she can always go back to the more simple model. Uh, but there's more navigation with the advanced player. Okay. All right. Thanks. Great. Give me one second, please. Glenda? Just a quick question. Uh, what were the two uh, what were the two uh, companies that were working on the, the braille displays that you were talking about? Yes. I know Zoomax was one. Zoomax is one and Humanware is the other. And That's what so, I thought. Yeah. And so I know a lot of uh, people from Texas are hearing about people in other states already getting their Braille displays. And, um, you know, we just don't know when Texas is going to be added to the program. But as soon as we, as soon as we find out, we will let everybody know. And um, everybody's really excited about uh, these Braille e-readers. So I'm really hoping it's going to happen soon, but we just don't have a firm date right now. Whenever uh, you do, will it be part of the pilot or will it be the, the final release? Well, they, they talk about libraries being added to the pilot, but I think that that's just kind of the language that they use. I think that once we're added, uh, people 
patrons will be able to receive the e-readers and, you know, they'll just be available on loan like the digital talking book machines are. So I don't think that they're going to get them and then have to give them back. Uh, I think that, you know, they'll be able to keep them for as long as they're on the service. And I, I do want to make that very clear that that this is like the digital talking book machines, that they don't own the machines, but they are uh, allowed to have them on loan for as long as they're on the program. I understand that, but I'm, what I'm asking is, when Texas is part of that program, will it be part of the pilot or will it be part of the final uh, release product? Yeah, I I don't totally know the answer to that because, I I because I don't know how long it's going to be. You know, it could right. be that we'll find out in a few months or it could be a year. Um, the latest information that I had there was a uh, conference from the Midlands region uh, in May of this year, and they spoke about the refreshable braille displays. And the answer there was it might be another year to year and a half before all the libraries will be included in in the Braille e-reader program. So that's a little ways off. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Sure. Thank you, Glenda. Janelle, please unmute. Hi. Uh, yes, I was just wanting uh, to get your contact information. I missed it when you were giving it out. Sure. Um, the phone number uh, is 1-800-252-9605, and that's toll-free in Texas. If you are calling from an out-of-state phone, the number is 512 463 Five four five eight. I hope that I gave that as the phone number earlier. I hope I didn't give my number. Uh, let me let me give that again. Five one two four six three five four five eight. That's the call number, a uh, call center number. And then our email address is uh, tbp dot services at tsl dot texas spelled out. Dot gov, and then our website is www.texastalkingbooks.org. Okay. And we are open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Um, like I say, right now we are unable to take live calls, but you can leave a message, and we are checking voicemail and email every day, and uh, getting back to everybody as soon as we can. Okay. And, and, uh, yeah. With um, with TWC, as I'm, I'm a vocational rehab teacher. So if we have a customer that's needing to get set up to get a talking book, yes, we, the the pa- the paperwork to to you guys. Yes, um, our applications are on our website, mm-hmm. or we can mail applications. Um, and then uh, as a TWC counselor, you are you can be a certifying authority. Yes, so ma'am. you can certify the application. And then the application can be mailed or faxed. Okay. Um, and then we get, you know, once we get it and process it, we'll give the individual a call and get them set up for service. Okay. Great. 
And once they're a patron, then they can sign up for uh, BARD uh, for the download service. And and the BARD mobile app is on iOS and Android. I mean, they can download that at any time, but they have to wait until they have a username and password before they can actually go in and and, uh, select books from BARD. Okay, because I assisted one of my customers in getting um, set up, but he something happened with the username and password, so he was ah. not able to, to go any further on that. Okay, we can reset the password okay. if there's a problem. Yeah, just uh, have him call or email, okay. and somebody can get back to him. That, that does happen. Uh, where uh, they just need a a reset on their password. Okay. And last question for you, Um, because when the customers get the talking talking books, um, you said that there's the the new one that's coming out. Are y'all sending them now the new ones, or y'all sending them the the older version? Because as a teacher, we assist them with uh, with learning them. Uh Uh-huh. So... Are are they now getting the the new the new ones? Because I haven't signed up yeah. recently. No, these new players are still in development. Okay. Uh, the, okay. The, new, the new digital talking book machine, and then the new player that will be like a smartphone uh, that will just be available to download books. It won't be able to act as a phone. The, okay. the both of those are still in development, so we don't. Okay. We don't have a, a start date for those, but I just wanted to mention things that are in the works. Okay, awesome, awesome. Great, thank you. All right, thank you. Okay. Katie, that's going to have to be our last question. We have some business that we need to attend to. So we Okay, appreciate- great. Thank you very much. And thank you so much, Dina. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get started with the business part of the meeting. Uh, we have uh, our election of officers today, but first, uh, Michael Garrett sent the, the minutes from the August 2019 meeting, so we need to get an approval of those um, those minutes, if anyone had a chance to read them. So we'll have to get some raised hands to accept the minutes as read. While we're waiting for Michael, Gail, I see a hand raised. Should I acknowledge acknowledge this person? She just put her hand up. Yes, you can. Go ahead, Leslie, please. Leslie? I think we, I thought I think we're we just, to... we're, we're voting. Well, maybe, she, maybe she's raising her hand to vote on the approval of the minutes. We're voting. Oh, I thought you were going to read them. I apologize. I thought you were going to read them. No, no, they were already sent out electronically. We just need approval. We only have one hand up at this point. So can you uh, ask the question again so that people can raise their hands? Yes, we sent the meeting minutes out from the August 2019 meeting. We sent them out electronically and we just need approval of those minutes that as they were written. Madam President. Yes, this, this, Peggy. This is Peggy. I move that the minutes be accepted and submitted. Need a second? Second. Okay. okay. We have a, um, a motion and a second. All in favor say aye. Okay, motion will carry. Okay, and Michael, do you have a treasure report for us? 
Yes, it's very, very, very simple. Uh, we we left last year at uh, three hundred and eight dollars and fifty three cents, and we ended this year at three hundred twenty dollars and fifty three cents. We we after paying dues and to to our uh, state and to the national so and we kept our one dollar per person <laughs> so that's it okay thank you so much we'll follow those with our far records um this is my third term as president so i'm gonna be the nominating do the nominations this year um we put in nomination peggy garrett as president we don't have a nomination for vice president glenda barn for secretary and Michael Garrett for treasurer. And I will do them all at one time. So are there any nominations from the floor? If there are, please raise your hand. Yes. Are there any nominations from the floor? Eva, go ahead, please. Zoom is not letting us unmute no, today. She's the only person with her hand raised. Are you talking to me? It's Eva. Oh, there, there you, you go. Are. Yes, ma'am, you had your hand up. That was because you had asked for approval. Of, so I'm sorry. I didn't have anything to say. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, Eva. So there's, we need a motion then. I, I move that. Uh, oh, I can't? No, you can't. Oh, we should have got Eva to do it. Well, we can, can someone just raise their hand and make that motion that we accept the slate of officers as I read them? Linda Horn, please go ahead. I move the nominations uh, cease and that the slate be accepted by acclamation. Can Glenda do that? She's on the slate. Well, that's right. I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Chris. Yes, Chris. Can I make the motion? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll make the motion, please. Okay. I need a second. Well, I can't second it, but second. Okay. Sure, we can do. Okay. I'll second it then. Okay. Congratulations. Then we have our slate of officers for the upcoming year. Uh, is there any other business that we need to talk about, Michael? Our no, baby? except except to mention that uh, you know we we're, we're still doing uh, our National Library Week every year. Uh, and and we we encourage everybody to read uh, as many um, books as you can and share share what you read. Uh, and I'll, I'll go back to something that Glenda said uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, the more people who join our group, uh, the more of a voice we can have when we go to. Uh, speak about library services because if they mean as much to you as they do to to the rest of us then your voice adds power to when we need to to speak on behalf of the library okay does anyone Madam else president speak? yes this is paul edwards i just wanted to to mention to everyone that one of the things that library users of america does uh, every other month is uh, is 
something called Library Without Walls, and that's coming up in September on the third Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. And every two months, we hold these meetings at which uh, we encourage people to talk about two books on a particular topic. This time, it's your favorite fiction book and your favorite nonfiction book of all time. And as I say, that meeting uh, gets announced in all sorts of places, so it's pretty easy for people to get the information. But if for some reason you can't get it, let me give you my email. It's edwards.paul. 955 at gmail.com. And we hope that folks will join us for that meeting coming up on the third Wednesday in September at 8.30 p.m. Thank you, Madam President. Thank you so much. Uh, are there any other announcements that anyone would like to make? Peggy, I see you have your hand up. You want to unmute yourself, please? Uh, okay, I forgot to take my hand down. My hand was actually up when you were asking for someone, um, well, a while back. So sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there isn't any other further business, we can adjourn and get ready for the next meeting. Well, before you before you do that, Madam President, as our incoming president, I would like to say thank you for the last three years of service, serving as our president. And I know that you're going to continue working with library users, but I just wanted to say thank you. And I look forward to um, serving as president for the upcoming year. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I have a question, Gail. Yes. That time that Paul gave, was it Eastern time or Central Standard? It was probably Eastern. Okay. Yeah. Is that correct, Yes, it is Eastern time. Six, would that be 7 o'clock Eastern time? No, 8.30 Eastern time. Okay, 7.30 Central. So 7.30 Central time. Central time. Okay. Thank you, Paul. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, if that's it, then we can adjourn for the next meeting. I got a question, Paul. Uh, what's making you know them? Uh, you know, one once they braille contracted, and the next minute they're not. You know, when you read braille, why is it like that? Gosh, um, well, the the only the, the only real difference is that there there were seven contractions that were taken out of UEB. And they were taken out because they're confusing. So I'll just give one example. A-T-I-O-N used to be a contraction, dot 6-N. Right. It sure did, yeah. Right. And it isn't anymore. And that's because dot 6 um, uh, is used as, a, as the capital sign. And so people didn't want any confusion anymore. So the only thing that dot 6 is now used for is uh, a capital sign, and it's not any longer used as part of ATION. And the okay. same thing, the same thing's true of a few other contractions that have been taken out, and they've been taken out for exactly the same reason as the ATION was taken out to avoid confusion. So what it means is, when you're doing um, automatic translations into Grade Two Braille, there's a much greater likelihood that you're going to end up with no errors um, when you're doing it than there, than there used to be um, with, with EBAE or, the, or the, 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 the former American Braille system. With UEB, there are much fewer translation errors. Okay. There are no more hands. Okay. I guess you can prepare for the next meeting then. The guide dogs.
Thank you all for coming. Thanks, everyone.